invest in professional development for your entire organization, boost its potential, and see it grow. Choose Docebo, the world's most powerful platform for corporate learning. Learn more at docebo.com. Gold, the shining metal, the symbol of wealth, treasured by all civilizations since prehistory and still valued today. Even more so, more attractive than ever. The new gold rush is here. Just like in the days of the European conquistadors, who crossed the oceans 500 years ago searching for El Dorado and found America. Just like at the time of the American pioneers, who three centuries later marched towards the far west, again seeking out El Dorado and found California. And so on, an endless cycle from the past until today. Searching for gold, collecting gold. In recent months, the price of gold has gone up and it shows no signs of stopping. Today, it's valued around $2,000 an ounce, close to its all-time peak back in August 2020, in the midst of the global pandemic, and almost again in March 2022, immediately after the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Because the price of gold rises with fear. Because gold is the ultimate safe haven used for investment in the face of financial uncertainty. Used to weather the long nights of fear. In the midst of a hurricane, humans will always take refuge in gold, as the metal seems to transcend all physical and material properties. Wars, pandemics, climate change, financial crises, global recession, these old and new thunderstorms keep us up at night. These are the reasons that push us to seek out El Dorado once more. I am Guido Brera, and you're listening to Black Box, the hidden side of finance, a podcast by Cora Media, sponsored by Docebo. Gold prices are going up for several reasons. The main one is the recent worldwide instability of politics, finance, and geopolitics. A barrage of crises that have been battering the globe. Even China, which up until yesterday was apparently in a state of constant growth, seems to be in trouble. Then came the pandemic, followed closely by the wars in Ukraine and the Middle East. And with these comes fear, and with fear, it's opposite. The scramble for a safe haven. The rush for gold. But there are other reasons as well, because gold is back in fashion. First, the great amount of liquidity created by quantitative easing intended to face the financial crisis of 2008. Second, the generalized increase of public debt. Third, the return of inflation, which for decades seemed to be a thing of the past. Fourth, the rise of interest rates, which have perhaps now reached their peak. And finally, the fact that most central banks continue to increase their gold reserves. But there's another factor to take into account. The price of gold has always tended towards an inverse correlation with interest rates. When the price of money increases, 
the demand for gold decreases along with its value because other investments, such as bonds, can guarantee greater profits. The opposite, of course, is also true. When the price of money goes down, the price of gold usually rises. However, today, with central banks around the world increasing their interest rates, the price of gold hasn't fallen. Quite the opposite, it's going up. Of course, we can expect the interest rate hikes in the USA and Europe to stop, but not only. Sometimes a gold rush can push this asset beyond its actual value. Global economics are more often driven by emotions rather than logic. So the value and significance of the most noble metal has a lot more to do with metaphysics than physics. Indeed, gold is the prime symbol of economics itself. Since the dawn of time, gold has been the base of civilization, the scale of power, the measure of class division. Gold appears in the holy text of each religion. It's the sublimation of alchemical processes, the engine that drives wars and expansionism. Coinage itself has long been linked to gold. When money took the place of bartering, it needed to be equally available and divisible all over the planet. It couldn't be related to fish in one country and rice in another. So the best solution was to use metals. First, copper or silver. Then, in the 17th and 18th centuries, at the dawn of the Industrial Revolution, the introduction of paper money. Still linked to gold, however, up until recently. Paper money required banks to anchor it to something concrete, to the amount of available gold. This created the gold standard. The gold standard was abandoned during the First World War and later reintroduced during the Second. Then, at the end of the 1970s, dollar to gold convertibility was finally put to rest and a new type of gold entered the scene. Black gold. The oil crisis of the 70s was the final nail in the coffin for the gold standard. At that time, the Seven Sisters dominated the world economy thanks to oil. And still today, 90% of the fuel that moves people and machines comes from oil. Methane, propane, butane, naphtha, gasoline, kerosene, diesel, all come from petroleum. Just like most things around us, plastics, rubber, fibers. The first oil war was in 1932. Private oil companies under the guise of the leadership in Bolivia and Paraguay, with over 100,000 deaths. The latest is the ongoing conflict in Syria, started in 2011, which has so far caused over 400,000 deaths and more than 11 million refugees. In between, there have been wars in several countries, such as Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Israel, Libya, Egypt, Sudan, Nigeria, Bolivia, and Venezuela. The conflict between Iran and Iraq alone inflicted over 4 million deaths, not to mention environmental disasters. Deepwater Horizon, Nigeria, India, Lebanon, France, Pakistan, China, Oceania, the Persian Gulf, the Gulf of Mexico, the Mauritius Islands. Then with the pandemic, oil futures contracts fell almost below zero. In other words, it cost more to stock oil than to sell it. 
New technologies are aiming to move away from fossil fuels. Even Arab countries want to do so in the near future. Everything would seem to suggest that humanity is ready to free itself, both from gold and black gold. But that's not the case. Black gold may well be just a brief digression in the history of humankind, but yellow gold is here to stay. Actually, it's us who don't want it to leave. Its value rises with each crisis and despite the increase in the price of money. Yet, despite this, it doesn't seem to make us rich. Of course, it's a wonderful safe haven asset. It protects against risk and volatility, against hurricanes and storms. But an increase in value doesn't necessarily mean more wealth. It's true that in the last 50 years, the price of gold has gone up more than tenfold, but the global stock market has grown even more up to 15 times its value. So gold has an emotional value that goes way beyond its actual one. In times of growth or crisis, the economy is always driven by emotions. In 2024, the price of gold will most probably reach a historic high because it's almost certain that the rise in interest rates of the central banks will come to an end and there will still be fear for international tensions. Even if it's only a dream, a mirage, an illusion. According to calculations, all the gold in the world put together would amount to just a small cube of 20 meters per side. We're all rushing after a safe haven asset that's not even as large as a 4-4 building. That's small. So small. Practically nothing because the value of gold isn't just real. It's magical, alchemical, almost metaphysical. Black Box is a Cora News podcast produced by Cora Media and sponsored by Docebo. Written by Guido Brera with I Diavoli. Editorial supervision by Francesca Milano. Intro and sound design by Luca Micheli. Editing and post-production by Luca Micheli and Emanuele Moscatelli. Production organization by Alex Peverengo. <laughs>